Over the weekend, the Carolina Hurricanes had back-to-back games against the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Vancouver Canucks. In this episode, we will be discussing how the Hurricanes came away with the win against the Pittsburgh Penguins on Saturday. Your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And as always, thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen of this Monday morning. And don't forget to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And like I said, the Carolina Hurricanes had a weekend back to back. First game on Saturday against the Pittsburgh Penguins and then last night on Sunday against the Vancouver Canucks. We will be discussing the Pittsburgh game with words from Brady Shea, Frederick Anderson, Jalen Chatfield, and Rod Brennan. We got a lot to get through with all of that with all those guys and from that game. But first, we did have some news come out shortly before I hit the record button. And it was kind of came out last night from Kevin Weeks on Twitter, uh, but it was official this morning, uh, and that is Pyotr Kochekov getting reassigned back to the Chicago Wolves. And this obviously has nothing to do with his play. Uh, you know, yes, you know, after last night, you know, that's four losses in a row for him, with three of them being in regulation. But at the end of the day, this has nothing to do with his play. And because as a whole, he has been really freaking good this year and is should hopefully be in the Calder conversation, uh, depending on how many games he is able to play to qualify for it. Uh, obviously, getting sent back to the AHL will definitely hurt that. But as a whole, he has been really good. This is simply because Frederick Anderson is back. And, you know, I we had speculated before of will they roll with three. And I think that Rod Brindamore may have learned from his from the past. Uh, if you remember Ned's Calder finalist season, you know, they rolled with three with him, uh, James Reimer and Peter Morazic. And, you know, Rod said, you know, you know, with this, you know, getting every guy, you know, adequate playing time you know it's not necessarily feasible and I, I totally understand that obviously that one season as an outlier you know everyone was carrying an extra goalie that year uh because of everything going on in the world but you know i i'm not surprised and i feel like if there was a way for them to make it work they would have made it work but it just it's just not feasible and i totally understand and Sadly, you know, with Freddie and Auntie's uh, injury history, we will see him again this season. It's just going to be a matter of how long, you know, is he going to be here and yeah, everything like that. I, I'm not overly concerned at all. Again, this was just because Freddie's back and you, you had to think that this would probably happen whenever uh, Freddie got back. All right someone's got to go and you know 
Piotr, you know, he's the easiest one to move. So they're going to do it. And again, folks, we're going to see him again this season. And if you remember going into next season, he's the only goalie under contract. He will likely be up in the NHL full time next season, barring you know, some crazy signing or trade. He's going to be here next year. So don't worry, folks. Yeah, this is just a routine thing. We all figured it was going to happen. But getting into the Pittsburgh game, uh, the Hurricanes, you know, were coming off of that big win against Columbus where she's just about every freaking defenseman scored a goal in that game. And that continued with this game. Uh, you know, the two goal scorers being Brady Shea and Jalen Chatfield both of who we'll hear from shortly. And you know, the Hurricanes are now 4-0-0 against the Penguins this season, which is great. And every single game has been close. And, you know, that was something, if you remember earlier on in the season, talking about with Hunter from Locked on Penguins, that you know, these teams, are, these are going to be games where, you know, it's going to be a flip of a coin as to who's going to cut him away with the win. And all of them have been close, you know, geez, I think about one square games, I think maybe with the exception of one of them that, but they all been one score games and a couple of them having gone into uh, extra time as well. So, you know, with this game, you know, the hurricanes obviously needed the win especially against a division opponent like that. But this was also Frederick Anderson's second straight win since coming back. I believe he had 29 saves in this game. And is he? Yeah, 29, I believe it was uh, for this game. And, you know, he's really, with the exception of his one goal that he allowed, looking, he's looking good. And that's what the Hurricanes are going to need from him going forward. Uh, you know, they're going to need him to be on his a game and you know with that uh lone goal a lot of folks have talked about it at this point you know on social media of how bad it was tried to bat the puck away and then it was batted right back in and it was not pretty uh but he you know he said in his post game you know that you know when it's something like that you just need to reset and get back to it and that's what he did, and that's what the Hurricanes did. You know, they they got the win here. It wasn't necessarily the prettiest game, but you know, the Hurricanes took advantage of the Penguins' misfortune that they've had as of late. Penguins, uh, following that game, had lost eight of ten, and they they're really struggling. And you know, one thing you know with this game is once again, and actually it was both games, uh, Pittsburgh and Vancouver. The Hurricanes yet again going 0 for 2 on power play in both of these games. They're both 0 for 2. And in this game in particular, Penguins went uh or th- went 1 for 6 on the power play. I almost said 5 of 6, but that was the Hurricanes going 5 of 6 on the penalty kill. So the penalty kill was better, you know, in this game, only giving up one, but the Hurricanes power play. I just don't know what to say anymore, guys. I really don't know what to say about the power play anymore. I feel like I've said everything that can be said about it. Yeah, I I don't know what they have to do to get it going at this point. I mean, obviously score goals, but I I don't know what they need to do to get that spark for their power play. It is 
so bad. And if I remember correctly, the percentage for it right now is 18.3% is where I believe their power play is at right now, percentage-wise. And it is abysmal. I, I genuinely don't know what they need to do to get it working. I, I, I mean, you can change up the units and you know move guys around and all of that stuff but it, it just feels like any sort of combination of guys that have gone out there just as a whole this year it just has not been good at all at, i mean at all it has been so bad and right now the hurricanes power play yeah 18.3% and ranked 26th in the NHL. And you know, for it, you know, you look at the teams around them as well. It's not, you know, it's Arizona ahead of them and New York Islanders below them, and then Nashville, Philly, uh, Montreal, Columbus, and Anaheim. It's, you know, with the exception of, Pittsburgh and New Jersey, yeah, being at 19 and 20, yeah, as far as teams, you know, that are, I mean, again, Pittsburgh has struggled as of late, but being playoff contending teams, like, I just don't, it's very much like how the Minnesota Vikings got the record they did with how bad their defense was this season. And it's very much like that. Like, how are there, they cannot keep having such a bad power play. I don't know what they need to do to fix it at this point. Change guys around in different schemes they need to be running or, or whatever. Just get it done at this point because I feel like come playoff time, you're not going to be going against you know, crap teams. You're going to be going against good teams that want to win the Stanley Cup and are in the dance to do it, they cannot keep going with such a bad power play because you're not going to get as far as you want. Again, you look at last postseason, never won a game on the road, knocked out in the second round, uh, game seven. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, you could attest to they didn't lose at home until that last game. That's good, but you, you got to win on the road. And yeah, you know, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to score on the power play. They're going to have to do it. But that's just something we need to keep dealing with it as the season goes on. Next game against against Minnesota. Hopefully, they can get it on the right track again in that game, and then the games following that. But we got to get to those games first and just take it one game at a time. And I know we're getting frustrated about how bad it is and, you know, you can't win in the playoffs like that, but you know, we got to get through the rest of the regular season first. And again, take it one game at a time with that next one being Minnesota, but we do still have to hear from Brady Shea, Frederick Anderson, Jalen Chatfield and Rod Brandmore all following this game against Pittsburgh. And we will hear what all these guys had to say right after this quick break folks. Now this episode is brought to you by athletic greens. Athletic Greens is lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, and it contains less than one gram of sugar and no GMOs, nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting good. 
and it helps support better sleep quality and recovers, supports mental clarity and alertness, and it's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. And folks, multivitamins are very important and tons of people take some kind of multivitamin and it's important to choose one with highly quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. And AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing that you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And your subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which is so important in these winter months when we don't get as much sunlight because it's, it's cold outside, folks. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health, and pick up the daily nutritional insurance. Now, folks, again, we did get to hear from Brady Shea, Frederick Anderson, Jalen Chatfield, and Rod Brindamore. And we'll hear from the goal scorers first. We're going to hear from uh, Brady Shea and Jalen Chatfield, starting with Mr. Brady Shea. First, first off, can you talk a little about penalty killing and how it was just it seemed like call, a lot of calls maybe didn't go your way tonight, but uh, PK comes up pretty big. Yeah, huge. Um, I mean, it was just an all-around great effort by the PK. Obviously, starts with goaltending. Freddie played amazing tonight, and then um, some big kills, especially at the end of the game there. Uh, you know, all four guys on the ice, Slavo and, and Pesh, Jordan and Marty did an unbelievable job. So. Uh, a lot of cards to the PK tonight. Obviously, it was a huge part of the game. Burnsy on the face-off. Snapped that back. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys saw. The bench was pretty excited when we saw that. So, uh, obviously, that was, that was a fun part of the game. Obviously, Freddie wants that goal back. But the way – we all know what a calm guy yeah. he is and how calming he is for you guys. It seemed like he just shook it off and got back to work. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, I mean, he looked confident back there. I mean, even, you know, it's a bad bounce and the goal went in. But – even trying to make that play, obviously showing that he's pretty confident and uh, feels comfortable back there. So uh, he was he was great tonight. Um, just uh, really kept us in it and played a, played a really solid game. Just keep picking corners on goalies. What's the what's the key? I don't I don't know. Uh, I, I find, find myself in some pretty good oppor- some pretty good spots on the ice. Obviously, when you can shoot from the middle of the slot. Uh, you'd want to see it go in and. Um, just been uh, lucky to find those corners recently. How's the confidence? Seem like you, on your goal, you had a little chance maybe to shoot from up high. You kind of get the yeah. defender to bite a little there to get in a little closer. Yeah, I feel I feel good. Um, obviously, it's you know, yeah, play happens quite a bit during the game, and uh, if you can see him, if you can wait a little longer and see him go down, you can usually try to cut to the middle and try to make a play. So that's what I was trying to do, and uh, luckily he bit, and then I got to the middle. I was a fast turnaround for tomorrow, so what's the key yeah. for recovery? Are you ready for it? Yeah, I'm going to go stretch right now, uh, maybe hop in the cold tub, and then uh, we'll be ready to go tomorrow. What do you think about Chatty, the way he's been playing? Like, it's been awesome. I mean, he's great. He's been great all year. Uh, he's just a rock back there, so very solid. Um, 
can move on the ice like just flies when he skates. So uh, great defenseman, great defender, and uh, it's always nice to see what he when he chips in offensively. Tenth goals coming up soon. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Do you have any other goals for the rest of the season, just in terms of your own personal growth? Uh, no. I mean, I think you know you make goals every year, but uh, you know now I mean, it's a lot of you know a lot of team goals for sure. I think that's probably the main thing is I want to. You know, we want to win here and we want to have a great end of the season. So that's probably my main focus right now. All right. Thanks, Thanks, Jay-Z. Yeah, so in listening to Jalen Chatfield, a lot of stuff we've already said. And, you know, one thing I had forgotten to put in my notes uh, before I hit record was the fact that Brent Burns beat Sidney Crosby on the faceoff towards the end of the game. And that's not something you see every day is probably not something we're going to see again uh and that was a very cool moment of course and as i mentioned the penalty kill going five of six and yeah like we always alluded to some calls maybe not uh the best but the fact that you know they're able to get out there and do their job that's the big thing you know the call is the call and you know yeah, yeah, Rod could challenge you know, if he wanted to, but at the end of the day, you're, all right, you're on the kill. You need to go out there and you need to kill it. And that's what the Hurricanes did for the most part in that game, uh, with the exception of that one. And Brady, you know, has got it going offensively right now. And yeah, you know, at that point in time, you know, having scored in back to back games, you know, didn't, you know, in the game against Vancouver last night, but you know, as a whole, he's got, he's flowing offensively and he's, playing really well uh, for the Hurricanes right now. And, you know, definitely a bit under the radar, I feel. But, you know, we did get to hear from Jalen Chatfield as well, who, you know, as you heard Brady Shea say, you know, he's been really freaking good for the Hurricanes this year. And there's a reason that, yeah, he's on a two-way deal, but he hasn't gotten sent back. There's a reason that they've been swapping Calvin DeHaan and Dylan Coglin in and out of the lineup and not Jalen Chatfield. He has been really good for the Hurricanes. He's got it going. You know, he's starting to get things going offensively. You know, I don't expect him to have, you know, Dougie Hamilton, you know, or Eric Carlson, you know, offensive defenseman type thing. You know, I don't expect him to do that. I, I don't expect him to get to double digit goals, but you know, the fact that you know, he he's buzzing and he's playing really well you know, offensively, and he's also, of course, still playing really good defensively. And, again, we did get to hear from him following that game against Pittsburgh, and this is what Jalen Chatfield had to say. Jalen, you said to me this morning, you just needed to get one, and oh, you'd yeah. get going. So now now four and two games in a row. Uh, can you talk a little about this little uh, turn of events for you? Um, yeah, I was joking about that. But, obviously, <laughs> you take uh, any chance uh, to score a goal in this league. And, uh, you know, I got great players around me, uh, you know, making plays to help me do that. And I just got a shooting mentality. And, you know, you just throw it on that and good things happen. How nice of a play is that by Ajo to draw the two guys and then you, you scoot up and he finds you that? Yeah, that no, it was a beautiful play. Uh, you know, right in my wheelhouse, got a good shot, you know, and, you know, he went in. Penalty kill tonight, probably the, the biggest key of the game, would you say? Yeah, I mean, that could win games for sure. Uh, you got to be dialed in on that. And, you know, I think we were from, you know, the start of this game. And, you know, we got a few too many penalties probably. But, you know, when the penalty kill plays like that, you're going to win games. It's just been good to kind of get back to an identity after the little, you know, four-game skid there. It seems like you guys are back to doing exactly what you want to do. 
Yeah, I mean, we know what we want to do every every night, even when we lose. Uh, you know, we stuck to the game plan, and we knew it was going to turn around sooner than later. And you know, now you can see us starting to win again. How's your confidence feeling personally? Um, you know, uh, it's good. I've always uh, tried to have confidence. You got to have confidence to play in this league, uh, where you won't be making plays, and uh, you know, you probably won't play to your full potential. So every day, I try to refresh it, and uh, you know, come in ready to go, and you know, trust in myself. So you've been scoring, obviously, but just in personal life. You have a kid on the way coming up here, and you and your, you and your girlfriend announced. Mm-hmm. How has life been for you personally over the last few months? Uh, it's been great. Uh, you know, given uh, getting to live in Raleigh, uh, you know, I love love living here. Uh, you know, the hockey team is great. Uh, the organization, everything. You know, just uh, you know, feeling really at home here. And you know, like I said, got the baby on the way, so you know, that's always a little extra jump for me, excitement. You know, playing for him. So even though he's not here yet, but you know, in the background. So, of course, again, Jalen Chatfield playing really well right now. And, you know, obviously, congratulations, you know, baby being on the way, of course. Uh, and, you know, he, he's got things going right now for him. Again, like they said, you know, four and, you know, at the time, last two games, you know, for him. And I, I think that, you know, with him, again, like I said, there's a reason he hasn't gotten sent back to Chicago and that's because of how well he's playing and you know he's on a bit of a tear right now and I think that Jalen Chatfield is he's definitely a solid piece that the team needed there on that uh third defensive pairing I think you know god what game was it uh it was the one I think it was against New Jersey but Dylan Coughlin, yeah, he's probably going to be gone. Uh, I think we've you know, kind of seen the last of him in a Hurricanes uh, uniform. But, you know, Jalen Chatfield, again, he's playing his butt off out there. And he's, you know, if you remember last season, when he got a little bit of an opportunity up here, uh, whenever there are a whole bunch of guys out with COVID, you know, he really took advantage of it, really shined. And now, you know, like I keep saying, he's here for a reason. And he is, I, I think he is finally hitting his stride. And I think that going forward, yeah, he's going to be a rock for the Hurricanes. Again, he's not going to be one that's going to score a crap ton of goals or anything like that. But he's, he's playing really good hockey and, as of right now, he's got things going offensively as well, which is obviously great. And again, you know, you go back to that game against Columbus, and heck, this game against Pittsburgh too. The defensemen were doing all the work uh, in terms of getting the puck in the back of the net. So, Jalen Chatfield, he's he's a bright spot for the Hurricanes right now, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. But you know, we do have Frederick Anderson back now, and he was a big reason the Hurricanes came away with the win you know, in this game against Pittsburgh because, you know, like Brady Shea said, you know, maybe some calls that they didn't necessarily like and, you know, the penalty kill did their job, but Frederick Anderson, he did as well. It comes down to goaltending. And, you know, aside from that one goal, you know, he, he was really good for the Hurricanes uh, against Pittsburgh and he's hasn't looked like he's missed a step or anything. You know, bad goal happened uh, to every goalie. You know, whether it's the top of the top or 
you know, down, you know, uh, a kid playing, you know, it's going to happen to everyone. And, you know, it happened to Freddie in this game. But, you know, we'll hear what Freddie had to say and what Rod had to say right after this quick break, folks. Folks, uh, Bet Online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. NFL playoffs are here. And, you know, if you're wanting to place a bet on any of those games, whether you're wanting to place a bet on the next Hurricanes game against the Wild, Bet Online has you covered so you can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to basketball, hockey. They've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, which I know you do, you can even find those at Bet Online as well. And they are the fastest and easiest way to get all of your betting info. So head over to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Now, folks, again, we did get to hear from Frederick Anderson and Rod Burnmore following that game against Pittsburgh. And Freddie Anderson, you know, like I said at the top of the episode, him coming back, you know, you kind of figured would mean Piotr Kochekov you know, goes back to uh, Chicago, but you know, we're going to see him again. And, you know, with Freddie being back, I think it's definitely, it definitely means, you know, things are moving in the right direction for the Hurricanes in terms of, you know, injuries. You know, Max Patch ready, he's back. And, or, well, not necessarily back. He's just here. You know, he, uh, he never left. Uh, you know, he, he's made his debut for the Hurricanes. Uh, Sebastian Ajo, you know, he, you know, was on the shelf for a bit. And, you know, now we have uh, Frederick Anderson. He's back in the fold. Now we're just kind of waiting on Andre Kasha, which he's practicing. He's skating. He's just in the yellow no contact. But, you know, with his concussion history, you know, I want him to take as much time as he needs, you know, just like Freddie. Freddie missed a lot of time. It was like 29 games he missed. And, because of his lower body injury and as they kept saying yeah i wanted him to take all the time that he needed because i didn't want him to risk coming back too early and then making the injury even worse than it already was but this is what frank anderson had to say after his second straight win uh, on saturday against uh, the pittsburgh penguins Freddie, you got to be pretty encouraged with how you've played two games after having a couple months, you know, away from game action. Yeah, definitely. I'd uh, take two wins for sure. I, mean, I know yeah, you're I keep building on just feeling good and comfortable in there. I know you're a pretty even guy. I, I, I know you don't want to make that mistake, the, the one mistake you make, but it seemed like you settled right back in. That's kind of your MO, I guess. Is <laughs> yeah, of course. I was trying to get it out of the zone, obviously, not keep up a whistle, but uh, obviously, the worst case scenario. But uh, we got just. Doesn't matter how how you get score on you. You got to be able to uh, have to reset and, and, and finish your job. So obviously, great to grind it out. And the guys uh, yeah, helped out and, and uh, yeah, helping out the win. How great were these guys on that five on three? Yeah, it was amazing. I was uh, I was a big point of the game, uh, going into the third and yeah, just uh, blocking down and, and obviously very good with the, the face up win there. And, uh, the third was was awesome to see. So that was, that was fun. Is it tough to watch for that long, trying to work your way back? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, anyone who's been out, uh, yeah, longer periods of time, will say they they miss, uh, yeah, everything about playing and being part of the group and obviously the road trips and so et cetera. So um, yeah, definitely feels good to be back. How you feeling physically? Great.
So obviously it's great to have Freddie back. He's excited to be back. You know, didn't say a whole lot. You know, Freddie's never one to you know go on, you know, super long conversations or anything like that. But you know, he reset, you know, after that one bad goal and he got right back to it. And you know, I think you know it's gonna be good having him back uh in between the pipes for the hurricanes. Yeah, he's the number one guy for a reason for the Hurricanes. Yeah, as much as we love Auntie Ronta and Piotr, Freddie Anderson, yeah, he's he's the number one guy. Yeah, and that's why he was brought in. And yeah, so far he's you know with being back in these two games, you know, Columbus and Pittsburgh, he's played like the number one guy. You know, and I think that you know he's gonna may have a little bit of rusty moments here and there, but I think as time goes on. We'll get better, and then yeah, we'll be on our way to playoffs and ready to go with Freddie Anderson being the goalie for us. Uh, obviously, yeah, fingers crossed, no, nothing bad happens. But yeah, I think with Freddie being back, I think that means you know the Hurricanes it, they can really focus on being a team, and not that they never were uh, or never were not a team. But, you know, they haven't been fully healthy all all year aside from, well, not, not even opening night because Match Pacioretty wasn't here then. But, you know, they're finally almost completely healthy. We're just kind of waiting on Andre Kasha. And I think, you know, they can really just kind of focus, you know, on like, all right, yeah, th- this is what we're supposed to have, you know, come you know opening night. And... Hey, that's going to be really good for the Hurricanes. And then you know, we talk about you know the depth uh, of the team. You know, Piotr, you know, getting sent back to the AHL this morning. You know, are you still got him? You know, should something happen, you got him right there. Uh, and you know, should someone else get hurt? I mean, you have such a deep talent pool. You know, the Hurricanes are in really good. They're in really good shape, and that's going to be really good for them. You know going forward the rest of the regular season and then into the playoffs. And, you know, it starts with, you know, goaltending. And, you know, we finally got all our goalies healthy for the most part. Maybe a couple of little minor aches and pains, but for the most part, everyone's healthy in terms of goaltending. And that's that's great. And now we're just, again, waiting on Andre Kasha. Again, don't want him to rush. But, you know, before we know it, everyone's going to be healthy and we're going to be ready to go with what we were originally planning back in uh october but at the end of the day gotta take it one day at a time and we did get to hear from rod brandon Moore, of course following that game against spitzberg and this is what rod had to say after that game Yeah, I don't know. We played a really good game. Two periods we were really good, and then you said and we took some penalties, which you know you're never gonna you lose all momentum there, and then you're just kind of hanging on. But I loved how we killed the penalties. I thought it was did a great job. Uh, you know, that's obviously you don't want to take those. I thought uh, that was tough. I mean, there were some penalties for sure, but we took them and you know the right calls. So you just got when you do that, you got to kill them, and we did. So it was good. The final agree, you got to see Freddie back in a certain kind of form. He was so calm and uh, 
focus on those two Malkin shots. I mean, those that could have changed the game, obviously, right away. Yeah, totally. It's you know, he, Jordan goes down, tap the goalie there. This is unfortunate. Um, that takes you into a almost a two-minute five-on-three. So you know, they did a great job killing that, and you know, obviously, Freddie was great. You know, it's funny that. To get a power play going is a he gave it to him, but he was that's all he gave all night. So it was uh, it was a great performance. His his demeanor is pretty pretty human. Yeah. So if anybody's going to give up a goal like that and bounce back from it, I would guess it's it's him. Yeah, I think he's that's one of his uh, you know strengths is he kind of doesn't get too high and he certainly doesn't get too low either. He just kind of stays in the moment. So um, clearly he did that there. Once again, goals from your defenseman. See what well, I think he's played like that all year. I, I think he's, he's just the puck's going in now because he gets a chance every night. He, he, you know, he's in the rush and he's uh, got a good shot. You know, but yeah, I think you can see he's been confident all year. I think. How good was Sebastian tonight? Seemed like head to head against Crosby, he had a, a really strong. Yeah. Well, you have to if you're going to play against that guy. You know, no different than Joro playing against Malkin. It's, you know, if you don't have a good night, you're in big trouble. So I thought they uh, both competed really well and, you know, obviously did a good job. Yeah, and then, you know, then then we eased up and got walked on a Malkin for, you know, so it's funny. But yeah, that was an interesting little. And you don't often see a guy get kicked out of a face-off circle at center face-off when you're trying to kill a five-on-three. So there's some weird things there in that regard, but um, you know we got the we got the win. Any lineup changes with the back-to-back tomorrow? You think? Uh, I haven't really thought about it too much. I don't envision too much changing. So you have Rod saying a lot of stuff. We've already talked about this episode, so yeah, we won't dive into it a whole lot, but. You know, I think that, like I said, Freddie Anderson being back, it's going to be really good for the Hurricanes. And I'm really excited to be able to watch him again. And, you know, it's a couple months, you know, him being out. I think we're all really excited to watch Freddie again. You know, Rod, you know, talked about, you know, that one, you know, rough goal. But that was all he gave up in this game against Pittsburgh. And, you know, again, talking about Brent Burns beating, you know, Sidney Crosby in the faceoff. You know, that's obviously fun, you know, weird thing. But, you know, the Hurricanes, you know, they won this game in their back-to-back, but they end up dropping the next one against Vancouver last night. And we will talk about that game against Vancouver in the next episode later on today. So make sure you are following the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. Subscribe to the show on YouTube and make sure you're keeping an eye out for that recap against Vancouver where we will dissect that game and what went wrong for the Hurricanes in that game. Whereas today we're talking about what went right for them. But, you know, in the meantime, make sure you guys Have a great rest of your Monday, and I will talk to you guys later today. Let's go, Canes.